Okay, good morning, everyone. Welcome back. We continue over here with Or Yisrael. We're in Michtav Tezvav. Um, we did the first two paragraphs yesterday. And we saw Rabbi Yisrael is continuing with some of the themes that we saw in Michtav Ches, which is Kalas and Kvedas, the easier and the more difficult mitzvahs, the easier and more difficult averis. And now he's, he's throwing another knech into the system over here, which is in terms of... Um, the etzim aver, the aver itself, and the the side effects. Avers have side effects. That's what Rebbe was getting into yesterday. Um, there's the avera, which is the action that the Torah prohibited. The side effects that avera can move sideways can affect my keiches and nefesh, can affect my midas in, in, in unpredictable ways. And this is uh, an, another theme that runs through much of Rebbe writings and... Uh, analyses is that Kaychas Nefesh is very complicated. People are very complicated. There's so much churning beneath the surface that we're, we're not necessarily in touch with. And part of learning Musr is to help us get in touch with all that that's churning beneath the surface. And, you know, one can never know immediately, and maybe, and, and, and uh, maybe, maybe even after doing some introspection, still not quite pinned down at a what exactly is being activated deep down within me in terms of my koichas, in terms of my characteristics? When I do action X, when I'm lulled and swayed into doing Avera Y or Z, what that's triggering beneath the surface and what that's shaking up and what that's, you know, maybe touching upon that's getting me to, to um, you know, um, do elsewhere. And... Um, <clears throat> we gave some examples yesterday how um, in Avera of Oynaz Dvarim, in Avera of, of, of um, not talking appropriately to someone, verbal abuse can have an impact on me giving tzedakah because verbal abuse gets me deep down inside. The Avera itself is Oynaz Dvarim. Don't make you even feel bad. But that's training me activating my Midas Achzarius. I'm able to be indifferent to someone suffering. I'm able to be cruel and apathetic to someone else's situation in life. So an uh, comes knocking my door for tzedakah. I, 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 I'm more able, more able to throw him out, more able to turn him away without really giving him anything because of that Aveira is churning up Midas Achzarius. So that's the Nasu. That's the Noise and the Nasu. The Noise is the ad, act that turns out to do. The Nasu is what it's activating. Um, and um, Rusol is presenting all this to us again in the interest of allowing us to have a, 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 a very uh, a structured and determined approach to doing real tshuva. Real tshuva, again, is ultimately going to be that real change. Dynamic change, transformation. And we have to look for, therefore, those avirs that are really very much part and parcel of who we are and need to be worked out in terms of really changing ourselves. So continuing along the lines here with this theme over here, let's now see the following. Mama Oit says Rabbi Yisrael, It's very difficult to find the right approach over here um, to effect real change because, again, the real change has to come in the areas which are, I'm, really, I'm really stuck, where I'm really stuck, and generally those are going to be the avirs that are more difficult for me to resist. By definition, the um, 
you know, what's, what's more, of a, a, more of a part of me in terms of if I really want to change. So we would say immediately, well, the, the stuff that's really where my big challenges are, that's why I need to make big changes. But the problem is that we have this catch-22, that those are the kvedas, so those are the ones that are, that are the hardest to resist. Woe is to us when we have to stand before the Yamadin this year and years to come if we can't have a sustainable Kabbalah. So Yisrael is speaking to us and he's addressing us. He's bavarding our thought process over here. And we're thinking, good, Yisrael, you want me to do tshuva. And good, you've told me that tshuva is not about the resolution. It's not about the remorse and the regret. It's about azivas hachet. It's about stopping doing things that I'm doing. That's what you want. But, but, but um, you know, when I, when I make this list of things that I have to stop, what immediately, you know, is there and glaring um, are these things that you're also terming as the kvedas, the things that are very hard to, to, to resist. How am I supposed to pull this off? Says let's start with something that we can tackle. Kulam begezel, the Gemara says again, the being careful with our mumminess, being careful with, with, with our handling of our, our finances. We have both of those fact properties combined um, in one Avera. We can address the Nois and the Nasu, the Avera itself, that I have to I just have to stop doing this Avera. That's the Etzim Avera. And the Nasu, how it affects me, intervening, how it affects me on a Kishka's level. Um, when I'm not careful with other people's money, I'm not careful with my finances, I'm not careful about um, filling out forms and, 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 and rules and regulations. Mitzara Noise like Koshihi. He says, uh, let's look again, four v'chuleis in four lines. So he expects us to really get what he's talking about. He's giving us scenarios. When it comes to the Yitzhak like Koshihi, v'chulei. Binyan Abayis, v'chulei. so, uh, again, he's breaking down the approach to the, this Avir where he wants us to start with Gezel, and he sees Gezel as a biggie because he's working based on Chazal that say everyone's to some degree guilty of not being careful with their money, and an Oiska Halt in a way, according to Shulchan Aruch. Um, so that's something that we're schlepping around with us. And he said, quoted the other member Chazal, that Gezel's Mekatrik Baroish person has a, a barge of Aveiras, Gezel that's going to come and have it say first. So he, he wants, this is a good place for us to start. And Rabbi Sol is telling us that we have to do tshuva. Tshuva has to be done on the Noise and the Nosu, which is an interesting chiddush of Rabbi Sol over here. Um, a chiddush that makes perfect sense when we put everything together. But Rabbi Sol is being mechadish over here, that when a Yid wants to do tshuva, he's got to do tshuva Ah, the Maisa Avera, Alain, the Etza Maisa Avera, the black and white of what he did wrong. And he also has to figure out how to do tshuva on the side effects. On the side effects that, that, where, that Avera um, 
did damage inside the hashlachas, the ramifications and repercussions. And th- that's a chiddush to us because to our litvish ears, we, we have a hard time with that. When tshuva means anaveris. What does my kishkas have to do with the... My kishkas are kishkas, you know? Tell me, tell me, what, 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 what did I do? I did gezel, I did anos dvarim. Good, shine. I'll do tshuva on gezel, I'll do tshuva on anos dvarim. Vos Hartman, with, with the, the whole, the, the, um, the inner world and the inner sphere of my kaychas hanefesh and my tchunas, so we, we're getting that from Israel, right? We can hear his contemporaries challenging him. We can hear the, the gedoy le'ador, that, that um, you know, the opponents of, 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 the, of, the, of the Muslim movements challenging Rabbi Yisrael over here. If we, if we listen very carefully, we can hear them telling Rabbi Yisrael, mehechatesi, mehechatesi, that you have to do tshuva on the nasu. And Rabbi Yisrael's response and reply is deafening. His response is, what is tshuva? Tshuva is making sure the next year you're in a better place. Tshuva is telling, telling the Rebbein Um Is telling the Rebbeinu Shalaylam that that next year I, I'm going to be a different person. I'm going to be in a different place. I'm not going to have to do tshuva for all the things that I did this year. And to do that, you know, we have with the words of the prophet in our ears now. Kachui machem devarim yeshuvu el Hashem. Kachui machem devarim. And you know, there's a lot of Torah that's said on this pasuk. And I, I'm not quoting this now in the name of Yisrael, but I'm applying Rabbi Yisrael to this pasuk. Kachui machem devarim. V'shuvu el Hashem. Dvarim, take Dvarim to do Tshuva. Tshuva means Aziv HaZachet, Charata, Kabbalah Asid. What's Dvarim? What are these Dvarim you have to take? What's his requirements of Dvarim? So, if you will tell us, Dvarim means you have to see more than just the Avera. You have to have a whole strategy. You have to have a whole approach. If I do Tshuva on the Naisei, but not the Nasu, it's going to come out somewhere else. If I already made myself into an Achzer, I made myself into someone who is indifferent, who is apathetic, who doesn't care about Yidin anymore because of the Averis that I committed over here. So I'll do tshuva on the Averis that I committed over here. But all these kaychas now, the shlechta, the shlechta kaychas, the shlechta hashchases are going to come in over there. That's not called tshuva. That's not called tshuva. Are you going to go to Gehenim for all the hashchases hamidas? That's debatable. And they want to bring a rye from a Rambam. Maybe the Rambam holds also you have to do tshuva on midas ra'is. That's debatable. But Rabbi Yisrael will tell you, it's not so much about this year's Gehenim. It's about your Gehenim. It's about your eternity. It's about, it's about sincerity. It's about a real tshuva. And it's about looking at next year when you're doing tshuva this year. And if you've stirred up that whole hornet's nest of, of um, corruption within, then it's not sufficient any longer just to do tshuva on the Avera. You have to figure out what's going on in the Kishka's level and figure out how to sort yourself out over there as well. Otherwise, it's going to come, it's going to be, you know, it's tumor tzutza. By kas v'oyla, by kas v'yoyred, it's going to come out somewhere else. It's going to burst forth. It's going to burst down. Yeah? So this is where Yisrael is coming from. Again, it's can I just speak out the whole thing. On the one hand, it is a chiddush. It should strike us as a chiddush. This is Rabbi Yisrael's chiddush over here. He's saying in Mikhtav Tez Zayin Tez Vav that he has to do tshuva not just on the ma'isa avera, but on the repercussions that happens on the level of my midas. 
the Chiddush makes perfect sense when we understand Shuvah the way Rabbi Yisrael understands Shuvah, which is real change, which is real transformation, and not just lip service, and not just clapping, not just clap. It's not a clapperai. It's transformative, for lack of a, a word that rhymes with clapperai. That means the same thing as transformative. Okay, so um, so we have time to think of one. So. Um, so back in Rabbi Yisrael. So we have to do tshuva <coughs> on um, the noise and the nasu. Um, so again, so, 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 says this Rabbi Yisrael, what are we going to do um, when it comes to doing tshuva on the noise? Mitzad ha-noise, loy koshi v'chulei binin habayis v'chulei. What does he mean over here? It's not difficult, etc. Binin habayis, etc. So, Luchaira, when we're talking about doing tshuva on the Maiso Avera, and we're talking about a Maiso Avera of, of um, Gezel. So there's two approaches over here, and they both could be Pshat and Bisral. Um, the first one is the one I was Mikabel uh, from Rabbi Seinu. I'm going to throw in a second one as well because I think you know they both can be uh, um, uh, contained in Bisral at the same time. So the Gemara tells us that what does one do if you want to do tshuva on Gezel? If you want to do tshuva on Gezel, what's the Eitzah? Let's say you have Rachman Litzlan. A very scary situation. Let's say you have a gas station, such as the theoretical one that we have at the end over here, Tomlinson, Bustleton. And you have a gas station, and, and the whole world comes to your gas station for gas because you advertise as having the cheapest gas around. That's what it says on your, uh, on, your, um, on your sign. And it's true that you do have the cheapest gas around. Sometimes you actually have gas, sometimes you don't have gas, but when, the people, when you have gas available in the pumps, it is much cheaper than everybody else. But let's say, though, so everyone's coming to you to pump gas, and your, your gas pumps are not up to the standards of the Bureau of Weights and Measures. Um, and for every gallon of gas that the pump is charging people for, they're really only getting 0.95 gallons of gas. 0.98 gallons of gas, even, let's say. So they're getting less gas than the machine says they're getting. They're paying you for a full gallon, and they're getting 0.95 gallons. Okay? Conceivable. That's why you have the Bureau of Weights and Measurements and Standards, and that's why gas stations have to have that little punchy thing punched out once a year. And the gas stations, they don't have to get a big red sticker. Look for the red sticker that um, they have not met the criteria. So let's say, even for a year, even for six months, even for one month, a person's doing that, to skim a little bit off the top, you know, now, this guy is not owned by a Yid, but let's say you have a gas station that's owned by a Yid. Rahman his gas pumps are not, are not calibrated properly. And people are paying him for gasoline they're not receiving. That's Gezel. That's Gezel Derabin. How, how do you make chuv on that? You have no idea who's been pumping gas there for the last, even for the last month, one month's time. How many Yidin you stole money from? How many Yidin, let's say you have such a gas station in Lakewood. Okay, so all the, everyone Lakewood, you, you, all you need to pee is two cents cheaper than the guy across the street. And everybody's going to come to you for gas. 
So one month's time, how much money you stole from your, from that gas pump that's giving 0.95 gallons instead of one gallon of gas, but charging for a gallon of gas? How do you do tshuva? How do you do tshuva? You have no idea who came. You have no idea how much they took. You have no idea how much you overcharged. You have no idea who took the gas. So the Gemara addresses this. The Gemara talks about a shopkeeper who doesn't have accurate scales. So what does the Gemara say? Well, how do you do tshuva on such a thing? Gemara says, you have to be oisik b'tzor chetzibur. You have to invest money in public works. Invest money in public works and with the hopes that there'll be siyaz that d'shmaya uh, that, you know, build parks, put up water fountains, um, repave the streets, fill in the potholes. So the hopes are that you will be mahana, all the people that you stole from the degree that the, you, you were mastered them. That's the only eighth. The only eighth is to be oisik in, 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 uh, in Sarche Harabim to invest money in, in, in public works, and hopefully, the, you know, with your charata, with your um, um, sincere approach to Juba, the Rebbein Shem will, you know, orchestrate things, he'll take it from there, and he'll allow you to make restitutions. So that's how you do tshuva on a, a mice of gazel, according to the Gemara, as how you do tshuva on um, a mice of gazel, and it could be that's what Yisrael means, he says, like Kashi binin abayis, binin abayis, Perhaps means being Isaac in uh, in Sarchei Tzibor, public works, building things for the Tzibor. Um, and and um, I believe this is what I was macabre here from Rabbi Seinu. They said that Tung Tshuva on the Mice of Gezel is the Gemara tells us what to do. We could say, in addition to that, and I think they both can be read back into this, and maybe that's why Rabbi Saul is keeping it terse, is for it to contain, contain a multiplicity of Pshatim. Um, why are most people doing Gezel altogether? You want to do tshuva on the mice of gazel. You have to do tshuva on the on the past, but you also have to do tshuva on the future. You have to make sure you're not going to go back to it. So what the pshat from Rabbi Seinu is doing tshuva on the past mice of gazel. All the people that I stole money from over the last six months with my gas station that was that was um, you know inaccurate with the 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 um, the uh, uncalibrated pumps. That's doing tshuva on what I did in the past. So now be Isaac and Sarchi Tibor. What about making sure that I don't go back to that Avera of Gezel? What about making sure I don't go back there? So um, sometimes it's Averas that we do routinely merely because we're able to be Moira Hedder. Not because, not because it's clear that it's Usser and I know that it's Usser, and, but it's such a struggle that I am just totally overwhelmed by the Yetzirah and I surrender to the Yetzirah and I submit to the Avera. That, that happens, but, but there are Averas and sometimes, the Averas that we're, sometimes we're doing the most, the most often, or the most guilty of, are the ones we're doing through a self-induced state of quote-unquote ignorance. I convince myself that it's okay. But if it would be glaring and right in front of me that it's not okay, and there'd be no way out, there'd be no way out, then I really wouldn't do it. So, you know, we talked yesterday about filling out forms. Filling out forms. Applying for grants, applying for tuition breaks, applying for um, membership in clubs, you know. Are you of, are you or anyone in the last six generations of Jewish descent? You know, when you want to apply for membership in a, a country club, in a golf course. So I'd love to be there. So I have to... What? I wouldn't be 
member of any club that have music. Yeah, so Baruch Hashem, Ashrecho, we need more Yidin like you, but there's Yidin that, that, that Dafka want to be members of those clubs, those are the ones. Um, uh, of those clubs Dafka. So, so um, it, it, you know, this is an area, and these are Shilas of Gezel, really. These are Shilas of Gezel when you're filling out financial information and, you know, they have, you know, report this, 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 and it's very easy to be my Hetter and say, well, do they really mean this? Do they really want that? They probably don't expect this, and nobody does this, and nobody does that. Very, very easy. Very easy. In, in one second. One second. We, we just, you know, fill the whole thing out because we didn't give us too much time to think about it. We just allowed ourselves to be soimich on the everybody does and they probably don't, and they certainly can't, and they don't expect, and then boom, we went through the whole thing. But, you know, there, there are Gezelshites. I said yesterday, someone, someone asked me, you know, you should be gebenched. Ashurah v'toivloi. The Shailah, someone asked me yesterday about, uh, about um, you know, the Bachram used to call this, in Yeshiva, the Bachram used to call this uh, renting air conditioners from Target for summer's man. So this Vachram used to refer to this, this practice, uh, you know, it's so hot in the dorm, you know, dorms are never air-conditioned properly. So uh, you have to get a window unit. So you rent it from Target, you rent it from Kmart. Kmart used to be the one. Um, and uh, just hang out to the receipts. They have a very generous return policy. And after summer's mine, so you bring it back. So they called it a rental. It's more, it was more like Belushin uh, Sagi Nohar to call the rental. It's more uh, borrowing, borrowing it from uh, from uh, Walmart. But uh, again, it's so easy to justify that. And we justify it without thinking twice, without looking back. When we can't justify it, we're not going to do it. We're not really going to steal money. You know, I mean, what's stopping us? You think about it. Someone who fills out a form to qualify for X amount of... Uh, money, a, a certain break in his tuition. Okay, so he fills out a form, and he gets himself um, a nice break, he gets $300 off of his tuition every month. $300 off of his daycare every month. $500 off his daycare every month. It's a nice, generous break. And he filled the form rather quickly, and m- maybe he didn't do anything wrong, but maybe he did. He didn't let himself think about it too much, right? Now he has a nice, let's call it a $300 break. And he did that by, you know, being Moira Hetter, justifying and, and not allowing yourself to think too much, but there may be shilas of Gezel going on. When we would have a pushka right here on the table, Rabbi Say, with $300 worth of money sitting in it, a pushka, money that was raised for the CBS show, or the Summerton Community Kailo, or the Oratoira, Congregation Oratoira, Congregation Oratoira of... of um, Summerton, Philadelphia. Well, we would have a pushka sitting here with three hundred dollars in it, and the pushka is left open, and we see three crisp hundred-dollar bills sitting right there, and we're all alone. No one's in the basement with us. No one's in the show with us, and we're sitting where Alex knows to sit. You know, we're out of range of the cameras. So speak to Alex. You want to know? There's a few dead zones over your places where you can sit in the shul, and the cameras don't pick you up. I'm serious. If anyone wants, ever wants to know, I refer you to Alex. Cleaning guy, he will tell you exactly where you can sit without the cameras picking up on you. That corner, I think, works. Downstairs is a corner that works. Um, and you're in a corner. You're right there. It's you and the pushka. The cameras can't see you. The cameras can't see the pushka. 
and it's late at night. And what? We're talking about. No, no, we're talking about us. But just, Alex will tell you where you can sit. We're not. We're not. You'll see why. This. We're not. Alex is not the one that we're bringing into question over here, in this. In this. In this. Uh, mental exercise. Any one of us would be sitting alone with this pushka, and we're not caught on tape. And three hundred dollars is right there. No one's rant. What are we gonna do? We're gonna take it. No. Not a single one of us would even think about taking it. Ramosha is exactly right. None of us would take it. I certainly hope not. None of us would take it. No, of course, none of us would take it. And he said it with immediacy. And he's right. You look at it. We walk up for three hundred dollars that belongs to the shul. I. But we will quickly scribble out a form and get a three hundred dollar tuition break. Why will we do one and not do the other? One is clearly gezel and one is not clearly gezel. One we can justify and one we can't justify. One we can rationalize and one there's no way to rationalize. I mean, I, this is clearly not my money. This is $300. It's not mine. This belongs to the shul. This belongs to the kailo. This belongs to the anim. This is not mine. I don't even think about taking it. I don't have a half of me to take it. It doesn't even tempt me. Why? Because it's clearly Gaza, and we're not thieves. So why will we then kind of fumfer and flub our way through this form when it's the same $300 on a monthly basis times 12? Terrence says, because it's not clear. Not clear. There's room for us to be my reheter. There's room for us to justify. There's room for us to rationalize. There's room for us to do it without identifying ourselves as, as Gazlana. Come to Chais, we have a half of the gates from if you saw. You want to do tshuva and gelzo. Moving forward, you have to see for what it really is. When you fill out that form, you have to see this. You have to see what am I doing? I, I have to visualize that if I fill out this line correctly, I'm sticking my hand into the pushka that belongs to this yeshiva, that belongs to this case at daycare center, and I, I, I'm, I'm grabbing money away from them if, if I fill this line out incorrectly. And that's Lachaira, another shot that can be read in over here. Loikosha binyan habayis. I want to start from the ground up again. I want to start by rebuilding an approach to the um, to the Avera. The binyan habayis is, is, is not the difficult part. The part is that what's difficult is when it when when nothing is clear, nothing is, is is erect, nothing is established before me. That's when things are very difficult and tempting. That's when I'm going to be over on Gezel routinely. When things are not clear, when there's room to justify, when there's room to rationalize, when there's room to be myra heter. But if there's a bias, there's a bias, then I don't walk into somebody else's house, open the door and walk into somebody else's house, walk through someone else. I have people actually do that. I don't understand it. It must be a cultural thing. People who will just like come into my house. Um, I'm here to pick up my kid. I just like walk all the way through the house. I don't know where, where I come from. You don't do that, right? I don't, know. I don't know if you guys do that. Where I come from, if you're invited and you come in, and if you're invited in, that means the first dialer ramps, right? It doesn't mean you know walk all the way to the back of my house. I, I don't want you going through my kitchen. How do you know what my kitchen looks like right now, right? When you're going all the way to the black plate, where, where you go, why are you going downstairs? Who invited you downstairs? Okay, so that may be a cultural thing, but but I get where I come from. I come from um, he's in someone else's house, right? Remoshi, you respect the Balabais, right? That's what Rabbi Yisrael, maybe. <laughs> That's what Rabbi Yisrael is saying over here. The, the Vinyan Habayis, we're not talking about if it's one of your kids. If it's one of your kids, it's your house. It's your house. 
and you go all the way into the bedrooms. That's okay. It's your house. Um, but you saw this uh, saying over here, uh, half of the dicky aside, that, that if the house is not there, then yeah, I'm going to be trespassing. I'm going to be doing gezel. But if the binyan habayis establishing the basics over here, that this is gezel, that is a serious move in terms of tshuva and the noise and the avera itself. I have to see this for what it is. That if I fill out this form correctly, what I'm doing is taking your wallet and going through your wallet and taking money out of, your, out of your wallet. If you would leave your wallet on the table, we'd run away. We don't want to look at that wallet. It's not my wallet. It's not my money. So that has to be the visualization to allow us to make that transfer to the areas of, of Gezel where we routinely are being too casual and too quick to rationalize is to create the bias over there. Okay, good. We'll stop over here. And then tomorrow, Bissola will tell us to do on the Nasu, the side effects of the Aveiro of Gezel. That'll be tomorrow. In the meantime, everyone have a wonderful today.